0: to show you how to install memory, a hard drive, and an optical drive into a Apple MacBook Pro 15 inch model. Now, this machine differs completely from the previous aluminum models in that this one is actually fairly easy to get into. There are no hidden clips that you have to actually bend and wonderful things like that that the previous generation had. The previous machine would take a trained technician at least 10 minutes to get into, if not longer, and uh, the general user would probably decide that they wouldn't want to do it after trying to take about half of it apart. First thing you need to do is make sure that the machine is shut down. Place the machine on a soft work surface. This is on a terry cloth towel. Turn the unit over. Remove the battery. That exposes the memory access door which is right here the memory access door has three screws in it they're very fine small phillips head screws P0 phillips works very well for this take those three screws and the memory door off lift up at a 45 degree angle and set the memory door off to the side keep all of the screws that you remove very separated you do not want to mix them up as they are different sizes now the first thing if we want to install memory now that we've exposed the memory door you could set the uh, piece of memory right into the slot here. It goes in at a 25 degree angle, and Apple actually has printed on the side here instructions on how to do that. That's all there is to it for installing more memory into this. The machines all come with a minimum of 512 megs of RAM, if not 1 gig. This machine came with a 1 gig chip on the bottom slot. To remove the bottom slot, Apple has included little metal wing clips. That all you would have to do is actually release those clips, and the bottom memory piece would come out very simply. Then to continue on to get to the hard drive into the optical drive, the only two tools that you need for this are the aforementioned P0 Phillips and then also a Torx T6. And the T6 screws are located right here on opposite sides of the memory slot. Remove those two screws and set them aside. That's the only time you need the Torx T6 for this operation. Then down inside of the unit, in the front of the bezel, you can see two more very small P0 screws you need to remove those and sometimes getting the screwdriver head on them can be a little bit difficult. I'm going to take a pair of tweezers to get the screws out because there's actually a magnet, a very strong magnet located on opposite sides of this and the screws are enough, uh, are close enough to it that they'll jump right to it. Those two screws are now out Set those aside carefully. Across the back there are four long Phillips screws. Remove those four screws. Set them aside. The back of the unit, you can see two Phillips screws. Need to remove those as well. And then on both sides of the unit, one, two, three, four. There are four screws, same spot on each of them, the sides. and those four screws on each side at least match so you have eight identical screws. Now we've removed 21 screws to this point. And the next step is to take the top bezel off. Now to do so, very simply, lift on the back of the unit, work your way around to the front. heard a clip come loose. That's the only clip inside of the unit and it's actually a screw clip. One on each side, there it goes. I keep changing the angle of the unit trying to get the clip to release. There it goes. Once those have been removed, very gently lift the unit up like so. And you can see the trackpad cable. You need to remove that. There it goes. And then the top cover comes off. Here's the trackpad cable that I was talking about. Now I've exposed the inside of the machine pretty clearly. We have the optical drive right here, and this is the connector that actually goes to the logic board. And then we have the serial AT8 2.5 inch drive right here. Now, at the time of this writing or taping, there's actually a couple of models on the market that are a higher, higher uh, speed than the original drive that came with this. This is a 100 gig, 5400rpm Seagate drive that's built into it and you can get 120 gig as an option from Apple for an additional $200 or for $249 or $259 for the Seagate or the Hitachi that I just showed you. You can go from a 100 gig, 5400rpm to a 100 gig, 7200rpm and it has a substantial performance increase. Now to remove the hard drive you actually have a cable that is taped or glued, I should say, a little bit down here to the hard drive, and there's two wires that go to the to the infrared sensor and to the sleep light and sleep switch on the uh, the front latch. You have two screws, one, two, underneath that you need to remove to release the hard drive from the frame. are the same size. There it goes. You'll need to remove this adhered connector setup, trying to very gently get it out of the bay. Kind of wedged in place. The adhesive comes off, then the serial ATA cables come off, and we have the drive removed. You can see on the side there's a metal bracket that attaches to the drive that holds it in place, and then also four screws, two on each side. To remove those, you need Torx T6 again take that off, place them on the new mechanism and install the new mechanism. I'm not going to change the drive in this unit at this time. All you would have to do is set the bracket assembly back in place, reattach the serial ATA connection. And once you've reattached the serial ATA connection, you need to get the drive to set down into the bay fully, double check this, it feels like there's something underneath it just a little bit, it's rubber mounted so they seem to bounce a little bit but I just don't want to pinch any wires. actually the cable at the rear portion of the bay that is catching a little bit and was just bouncing on it. Once you've got it in place, you can attach the two screws again. tolerances seem to be pretty close on this, it doesn't want to go together very carefully here. There we go, it just takes a little pushing to get the screw holes to line up. Place the cables back where they were. Actually tighten this one a little bit. Then we'll change our attention here to the optical drive. Now to remove the optical drive, you need to lift the tape off of the logic board. Unclip the connector. The Torx T six screw up here, and two very small Phillips P one screws here. The drive mechanism is a little bit thinner than the previous generation models. We have some handwriting in here from the factory. Here's the PRAM battery. If we need to replace that just unclip the PRAM battery and pop that out right there. It's glued in place actually. Reinstallation of the drive is very simple. There's a couple of screws that hold bracketry on on both sides. There's a total of three screws to remove. You transfer that to the new drive, drive sets into place All you have to do is reinsert the connection, to the back half of the drive. It snaps down in place. Reinsert the Phillips screws in the front. And they are the same size. And the Torx T6 screw at the back half. Take the tape back off wherever you've saved it and reapply it to the connector to hold it in place. Reassembly is fairly easy. Set the trackpad connector back on the logic board and snap it in place using the front holes as a guide you can see them on the left front. Set the front bezel back down in place working your way along the back along the sides make sure all the clips screw clips go back down in place four simple little clips along the front There's five, one, two, three, four, and then five as you heard they pop back into place you can close the lid, turn the unit over I'm going to start by reinserting the uh, Torx T6 screws again first through the top of the case here And then the four screws along the back. Two smaller screws in the front. You can see how the screw actually just jumped right to it. Got lucky. I'm gonna Put the memory cover back in place. Two screws go in the back. and then four screws on each side. And there you have it. That's how you change the hard drive, the optical drive or add memory to a MacBook Pro.